Listen Harder. Hey everyone, this is Brandy. And this is Tanya. And you are listening to Listen Harder. Yay! (laughs) This episode is going to be wild, I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) I feel it too. (laughs) Even though we're not entirely sure what we're talking about. Yeah, I think that's why. Exactly. Well, to be honest, we never really know what we're going to talk about. That's true. We get, we, I think we've said this before, we basically just kind of go, I have an idea of a prompt. Yeah. And then it typically goes in a way that we could have never even yeah. anticipated. And sometimes we don't tell each other the prompt. And yeah. sometimes we do. It depends. Yeah. We've been telling each other recently. Yeah. yeah. I think just because it feels a little like, I don't know, <laughs> mean to just do it on the <laughs> podcast. But we're used to it. Yeah. That's true. But we have done that. And it always works out. Yeah. I think there was one time it really hit me and I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Wow, I wasn't prepared for this. But here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. I think I might have even just stumbled a bit yeah. for a second. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like it, uh, Brandy and I, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but Brandy and I do improv. We had to have messed I don't think we have. Oh, maybe we haven't. Brandy and I are both improvisers, and that's actually how we met. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Comedy like, improv. Yeah. Not like acting improv. Yes. But, and so it's uh, like just having a prompt feels very natural. Yeah. We're used to just going on stage, getting one word suggestion, and then making fools out of ourselves <laughs> and embarrassing ourselves and yep. then living with that shame. Yeah for the next conceivable week or whatever so and sometimes people take photos and post them so they're or videos so so then they're forever and it's forever atmosphere yeah but and that's kind of actually what um inspired the the format yeah i'm gonna say loosely of the podcast yeah because we realized that we really like to we don't really like to plan things out we like to discover things Mm -hmm. and so we kind of want to just see where something takes us. Yeah. And also like living, Um, the, one of the things like improv, one of the many things, we'll have a whole other episode just on improv, but one of the many things, like a gift that it's given me personally is just living in the uncomfortable, uncomfortability, is that a word, <laughs> uh, of not knowing and like being okay with that and like trusting that like um, something even, something magical is going to come from it. Yeah, and it's one of the hardest things because you you want to like control it. You kind of want to write it as mm-hmm. you're going. You want to you kind of panic and you start to get in your mind a little bit. And you're like, oh, the things are going well. How do I fix this? Da da da. Instead of just trusting that it's gonna find its way. Yeah. And just letting one line get you to the next spot instead yeah. of trying to think twenty lines ahead. Yeah, or even wanting it to make sense, like rational sense too. Yeah. Like sometimes like things could be like it can make it can make no sense logically at all and still be an amazing set or story or whatever. Or, yeah. 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 It's it's super hard. <laughs> it is because you have to let go of like a lot of attachments. Well, and like the thing is, is when you're improvising on stage, you don't have time to devote your mind to other things like that you don't have time to be like oh let me think of how to save this or what's going on or fixing this because you're also working with other people who also have a mind who's thinking of things as well so like you really only it forces you to be present and you know when you had a bad set or a bad scene it's because you weren't present and you were trying to think ahead or force something or you know do a bunch of other stuff but really the best ones came when you were like I'm just going to add one line of information and trust that this is going to work. Yeah. And be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's when it, and when you do that, it feels like magic. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's what I, that's the, the drug part that I keep <laughs> coming to with it. Like yeah. that's why I go through all the other uncomfortable failure, embarrassing moments <laughs> uh, that improv just comes with. Yeah. Just for those, like very few and rare because I'm not that good yet. Like scenes where it, everything just clicks and yep. magic happens and connections are made that you just couldn't have even planned out. No. And like somehow you and your scene partner are like synced and like 
you're just going and feeling and discovering and you're like, oh my God, like yeah. it all worked. Yeah. And I wasn't even, I was aware, but I wasn't like, had I no was, way, yeah. it's no like you idea. got in the car and it just drove you and yeah. you're like, Oh crap. This yeah. was amazing. It is amazing. I love that. And, uh, so I guess this episode will be a little bit like that because, uh, we, we picked a subject and it's, um, something that, uh, I've been, it's been like almost a buzzword a little bit. Really? I feel like, uh, Tony's got her fingers on the pulse of the <laughs> wellness world more than I do. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, gosh. Yeah. I'm a, like, I'm, I, okay. If you, if you ever go into the bookstore, uh, and you're like Tanya's in this bookstore. There's two sections. I'll be well, no, three. Okay, I just <laughs> added one because I remembered. One is the notebook section because I keep buying notebooks, <laughs> <laughs> even though she I, doesn't use them at all. I don't <laughs> use them. She doesn't <laughs> use them. I'm. This is like if there's anything I could succeed at in life, it might be to get Tanya to just write things down. Either in her phone or a notebook, like anywhere. I just want her to When write. I do write stuff down, it's like it's like it's like mad. It's mad. Because I just like write like random notes. So if you ever go through old notebooks, you're like you would be like, what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, she has like fudgy cake or what something. Is like it? <laughs> yeah, what is this? But like, you know, I love notebooks though. They're so beautiful. I do. I do love like a good pretty notebook. Yeah. Even though they're, I never buy them because I'm like $20. Like <laughs> I don't have that. Like I will just type it on my computer or write it on some, like I've just written things on like brown paper bags before oh yeah yeah so. i mean that's beautiful too though in its own right <laughs> uh, but yeah so okay so that's the section i added that i forgot about so and that doesn't really count but i wanted to put it in there because it popped in my brain um so <laughs> notebooks and journals <laughs> yes um then the the main section i'll be in is the self-help section because mm. i'm obsessed with self-help everything and I have been for as long as I can remember um I can't get enough of it um and then the other section is the new age section which sometimes they combine those sections but not all the time and new age is more just like maybe like energy stuff and like religions sometimes go in there and like just stuff of the world uh of the metaphysical and things like that I'm interested in that stuff it no, just... you won't find me in those sections <laughs> Where will we find Brandy? Please, I think just to be like balanced, we need to tell everyone where you would be in the book section. <laughs> um, I mainly consume. Uh, I love a good uh fantasy novel. So nice. Um, and let me just clarify because a lot of people think fantasy is romantic. No, I'm talking oh, about no. like, like, you know, sci-fi-ish. I usually say sci-fi okay. fantasy just so that way people understand that I'm not talking about romance. Got but it. No, I'm not so much into sci-fi, even though I have definitely read some sci-fi books, but more like, you know, elves and goblins. Nice. And, you know, your, your Wheel of Time and your mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings and your yes. um, mid-chemia series uh I, I don't know how they what do you that. love about that that i would side note <laughs> what do you love <laughs> about uh that the fantasy genre um I, I i think i'm just a sucker for like the hero's journey yes you know? and i love magic and that like just kind of mystical stuff that's the same reason i love the self-help in the <laughs> new age section <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's the same exact reason <laughs> and then you'll find me in I love like reading like history politics sort of like biography like um anthropology sort mm -hmm. of like non-fiction books so yeah. what oh and economics um yeah. even though like I studied economics so I'm kind of like uh just I don't want to <laughs> read more economics I'm done <laughs> like I've done so much of it um <laughs> even though there's so much more to learn I just am just tired of it yeah but um I would I usually alternate so or when I was in school I would read my fantasy while I was in school and then on my breaks I would read the other books because 
it's hard to do a bunch of homework and then like pull out a nonfiction book that's still yeah. like homework feeling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's usually what <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I do. I've 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 read my fair share of self help books, yes. but I struggle because there's so many like not great ones or just mm-hmm. anyone who's anyone writing one and yeah. then and then sometimes they're redundant or I'm like what are you saying it just you yeah. got to go through a lot to get it yeah get through it and there's some books I'm not going to name the book because <sighs> I'll get thrown out of this world like I mean, <laughs> that I hate I like I shouldn't say I hate um I couldn't get through the first page okay. and it was like the book that every person in the wellness world is like this it's like their bible Oh man, I wish I knew. What you're I'll tell you off okay, the podcast. Okay. I, I can't deal with the ridicule here. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I love it. I just think it's it's really it's hard for me sometimes because I do like I I like the the concreteness. Of oh yeah. Things and yeah. Sometimes in in those worlds, it's not as concrete. Yeah. It's a little bit of a leap of faith, but yeah. I'm also I'm I'm for that. So, like I'm obviously I'm very you know, uh, like I I do I I have a lot of things that people would be like, what you believe that you know I'm like yeah. yes, energy's real. I can move it. You know all this stuff. But no, I love that, and maybe that kind of is a good lead into this buzzword because it's like a you're a little bit of a paradox, right? It's like a duality kind of thing. It's like you know you have the leap of faith, but you also need the concrete. Like you like the fantasy, but you also need like the you know like all of that. And That's so, so true. Yeah, yeah. so That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, like cautiously dip my toe into those things. Yeah, I'm like I just need a little backup. Yeah, and like for me, like I used to read only nonfiction when I was younger and like like I I would devour books like my whole life I've just I devour books I love reading and like you know for my whole first half of my life it was all uh fiction I think I said nonfiction on accident it was all fiction and like fantasy and all of those kinds of things and then now I have a harder time (laughs) reading that and it's like (laughs) because for the same thing it's like I want like I want something that's like real, like I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's so funny. Something but, you can like yeah. digest and incorporate into your own yeah. life and your mind. And yeah. Like, but recently, I feel like I'm going to come back around to it because recently I've been watching a lot of more like fantasy comic style, like shows and movies. And I realized like that, even though some of the stuff like doesn't make sense, which we just talked about in improv, like it doesn't always have to make sense. Um, the heart of it is beautiful and the heart of it is real. And like, that's really all that matters, you know, at the end of the day, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> the buzzword, uh, the whole reason we went on that whole tangent was just to tell you that I devour the self-help wellness community stuff. Like I, I read a lot of the books. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of TED talks about those topics, just anything I can get my hands on. In the which is great why like i feel like tanya and i work in this podcast because <laughs> she knows all this stuff and she has the verbiage knows for it, it. quotation <laughs> yeah like or at least she just has a little bit more knowledge of this world yeah. where i um i don't like i had to we were listening to a podcast i was listening to a podcast that both her and i listened to and i had to like text her i'm like what are they saying <laughs> what is the arcanine of this and the divine this and i'm so confused <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what are these words <laughs> yeah yeah i d- definitely but i love it like i i and i haven't gotten sick of it it's been years and years and years and i still love it so much but a thing a topic that's coming up a lot recently is like the shadow self and like loving your shadow self and uh a lot of just talk about that and I kind of understand it but also I don't like I like I don't really know I guess what that fully means you know what I mean yeah, well, and separate from this, I obviously didn't know this was going on as a buzzword, but I personally was trying to think of what my shadow was. I was yeah. like, everyone's got a shadow, right? Like, what's my shadow? And I was, I've been like definitely bouncing this around in my brain. And then I was, uh, recently I was kind of like, 
I don't know if I necessarily jump on board with this because <laughs> I think it's weird to carve yourself up into like, oh, my darkness and my like lightness because yeah. I I definitely think we're a blend of everything, right? No one's perfect. We all have things that we do, right? I think though, I want to say I think of people more as like just generally good and we just do things that hurt people by accident yeah. or we don't mean to or we were weak or we weren't grown enough to do it and so we that's our like darkness or our shadow parts when we do something that hurts someone see is that is that's what I'm confused about like a little bit because like is the shadow self or the shadow part of yourself does it all does it have to all be bad like that's the part like that's the part where I'm confused like I I get it that that I think is like like you have to embrace like the parts of yourself that I guess are like harder to love or like maybe that's what that means I'm oh, not sure yeah I like that too like maybe you're um oh let's let's, let's <laughs> go down this road <laughs> um let's see maybe uh okay maybe like you're very headstrong and you you say what's on your heart you know whether it might hurt people or not like you're just you're, you're gonna say what you're feeling in that moment right yeah and it could be a shadow part of you because you're, it's not really always considered of people. Yeah. Uh, that's not the best example, but like, <laughs> no, I mean, it's because I'm trying to turn something at that's least not necessarily a negative into a negative. Yeah. But yeah. like, that's just kind of accepting this about you. Yeah. Right? Well, I, yeah. Uh, yes. I think we're on this, I think we're on the right path. Because I think, okay, like I'm going to use jealousy as, as an example, because jealousy is uh, far and wide considered a negative trait, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not, most people are like. It's, and a choice trait. Yeah. Not something like inborn yes. per se, but that you're choosing to have this jealousy. Exactly. So it's not necessarily like a good thing, but uh, what I, what this is coming up for me in my brain right now is like uh maybe jealousy is the symptom right so like if you if you are noticing or if you're someone who's like i'm a jealous person if you like scale it back to why am i jealous you know what i mean like maybe it's just inherently that you care so much about something and that in itself is not necessarily like a bad thing it's just like the way that it manifests mm. isn't great you right, know what I mean right. yeah or something like that I don't know like that's why I'm so confused because it's like you know you have to be I, I think the whole point of the shadow self and the discussion in the wellness world is that you have to love yourself holistically like as a whole being like you have to love all the parts of yourself so you can't just be like I love this and this and this about me but this and this these parts of myself I hate or Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to acknowledge like these parts of myself you know but I think the thing that's weird for me is like is the shadow self is is it something that just exists within you that you just aren't even aware of that's the part that freaks me out you know what I mean (laughs) it's like like what what are what is anyone talking about which is one of my frustrations <laughs> with the wellness world. <laughs> a lot of words that people toss around and don't really, uh, I'm not going to make assumptions about people, but like, I don't know if they always quite understand what they're saying yeah. or what it means to them. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what shadow means. It, it also implies that because a shadow is like not you. It's a, um, it's an um, uh, uh, an outline of you. Yeah, like it's part of you. It only exists because of you, but it's not of you. Yeah, which interesting. Is, but I don't think I think I might be looking at that more deeply. I think they just meant like the dark part of you or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, and it only exists in certain times. It's only big in certain angles of the light. <laughs> yeah. So it changes. Well, yeah, I I know like the shadow is like a big part of Peter Pan. (laughs) (laughs) That literally was just in my head the whole time. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's like. uh, uh, It follows you. It's always there. Yeah. 
Even when you can't see it, it's there. It is? Well, yeah. It's like the light is what allows you to see it. Oh, right. So if you're in light, you have a shadow. Yeah. 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 So, like, I mean, I think it's poetically beautiful. Yeah, definitely. It sounds cool. Yeah. Like, when they're like, oh, acknowledge your shadow and love it. Like, yeah, I'm like 100% on board. But then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, for, so when I like first was thinking about this, I was like, everyone's got a dark part, right? Somewhat, which to me just kind of meant like everyone has something bad. Yeah. But, but also like that's relative. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Like, I'll, like I'll use like my mom, for example, like my mom, you know, my mom was so loving and stuff, but she worried a lot. So sometimes her worry, like worry is not worry is one of those things where like it's a worrying is not like a positive thing, but it's also a way to express that you care or you love someone. Like there's so, there's so many traits that could be equally good and bad you know yeah uh so like is that is that what the shadow self is like I I think we just need to define it for ourselves until until we get more information from the (laughs) the wellness world about what it means I mean I'm sure there's like plenty of information out there like you know what I mean but it's just I just my my heart doesn't really understand it like fully like what like what it means to love your shadow self because it's just I don't know I just don't seem I guess I don't see myself as compartmentalized like that yeah like like you were saying like you know yeah I just we're like a a blend of of everything and we're just trying yeah like well I don't know I can't speak for everyone I want to believe that everyone's just trying to love and do right by each other I just think everyone does that differently and sometimes it's it results in like I think a lot of people have great intentions yeah um and I don't know as I read some of the anthropology books that I've read (laughs) I like um, (laughs) side note I like anthropology I took a class in college and it was very interesting I love it I have a book for you to read perfect Uh, um I'll finish to say here is social leap it's bomb Ooh, um, social leap. I like that because we were talking about a leap of faith. So yeah. like, all right. But it, it's it's wonderful. It really, really, it does a nice way of condensing kind of our evolution and why we've evolved to be where we are and like make the decisions that we do and uh. feel the way we do and the way our society is set up based off of this evolution. Cool. It's really neat. I like that. I love it. Yeah. Um anyways, uh so what was the Oh, reason. reading my anthropology book. Okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. So, um I feel like if you kind of look at things, the like a lot of the reasoning that people have done things that maybe are atrocious or have resulted in awful results mm-hmm. was usually because they thought they were doing right. Yep. And so their intention was like, oh, I'm, it's because like I'm, I, I'm trying to help people. Mm-hmm. And granted, we could look at that and be like, well, how did you think that was helping people? Like that makes no sense. Right. Yeah. But if you really kind of distill and boil down some of these things, like a lot of people just think they're doing the right thing or they're helping someone. And they just don't realize that the results of that aren't always going to be the best outcome. Yeah. There's there's intent and actual outcome. It's because they're trying to write the story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're trying to write the story and they're not just doing like the next thing and they're not letting, they're not like discovering, they're trying to uh, be the answer for everything. Yeah. And it, it's hard because it's something I struggle with constantly. I'm just like, I I see things. I'm like, I know people mean this out of the best of their heart, but I just see it as hurting more people. And that could be like politics, economics, life decisions, how someone's like 
even just down to like a micro level in your own life, like maybe someone's going through something and you think you're going to help them by like, you're going to go and, um, you know, force them to stay home so that way they're not going out to this thing that maybe is toxic or whatever, right? That's not the solution. That's not really what's going to help them stop that behavior or make it better for themselves. But you think you're helping them. And it's just not the thing that's going to get the result that you want. So it's like, it's, I'm just constantly trying to think of my intention is best, but is the result also going to match that intention? It's really hard to know. Yeah. It's hard to know. And I don't know if I, like, it's just hard. Yeah. But I see it all the time. Like, I just see people that, even the people that disagree in politics and stuff, I try to just be like, they all, like, a lot of times people just want the best for people. They just don't see how that, the thing that they're championing is championing, I don't know how to say that word, is actually detrimental to people. It's hurting. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, to go to economics, uh, everything is a trade-off. Everything you do is a trade-off. So when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something. When you're focusing on something, you're not focusing on something else. And a lot of times with economics, it's about what are we trying to maximize. And so when you design a policy or when you look at something or look in effect, it's like, sure, if you're trying to maximize maybe the number of jobs, you might do this thing. But it might be at the cost of wages, you know, and people have less wages or something, or, you know, or you have jobs that don't need to exist, exist because you just wanted to create a job for someone so that way it existed instead of maybe looking at a different thing. So everything really just comes down to what you're maximizing, but there's usually some sort of cost involved. And so you kind of have to figure out what, what matters most to you. Yeah. It doesn't match everyone. It's just, yeah. I don't know why I went down a weird rabbit hole. No, here. <laughs> I like no, I like it because it's also it does it does put in more to spe- perspective of like there's certain places where you can shine the light, but then um if you're no matter what if you're shining the light in these areas, then there's going to be a shadow in in different places because that uh light breaks, you know. Yeah. So that's very interesting. And I think Michael's always tried to been like, how do I shine the most light? Like, what will give the most light to most things? And it's my crux and cripples me because, you know, you don't always know what that answer is. But it sucks because you do have to kind of accept that there's going to be some darkness. Yeah. and. Like, you don't want it. It sounds like that's part of why economics is called the dismal science because it's kind of cruelly honest about the negative things that kind of come from things, too. And we're, we just we accept that there's a trade off and we're like, yeah, we can we can cut emissions of, you know, on the climate, but but it's going to come at a cost of this, you know, because people don't realize too that like cutting those emissions might hurt jobs or, you know, income, like so many things or businesses, like there's just tons of things that it could hurt as well. So you just kind of have to decide where you want to fall in that. And it sounds really cruel to be like, I'm accepting these things that aren't good. So that way there's more light. Yeah. Versus the opposite, which would be less light entirely. Yeah. It also makes me think of like just decisions like in everyday life, how uh, like if you if you decide to make any life change like that is ultimately for the better. It still always comes with consequences. Yeah. You usually have like someone might get hurt. You might lose friends like you might you might not be able to go hang out at the places you normally hang out because the life choice you're making like doesn't uh, coincide with like those kinds of places anymore. And I know, I I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think we're necessarily talking about the shadow self anymore, but just, we'll get back but there. just, yeah, but <laughs> no, like, but I, I do think it's important like that uh, we're talking about um, 
just kind of like how light and dark are kind of like two sides of the same coin, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. So I guess that is like you have to have your shadow with that light. Yeah. You know, it, it like there's part of it and you can diminish it as much as you can. Yeah. But just by the nature of being human. You have that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. You can't exist without it. Yeah. And I don't really know. I don't really know that it necessarily means like this, like part of you that like is just like hor- bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. horrible or bad or whatever. But I still don't think I necessarily understand it. Maybe it's uh, just accepting you're flawed. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. That sounds good to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> accepting that you're not perfect and that you have flaws and embracing that. You yeah. know, I don't think it means that we have to just accept it and just continue on. I think we can always work to not, you know, be as flawed, as, you know, but it's kind of like what I was saying, like you work to have as much light as possible and just know that the shadow, like you just try to diminish that shadow as much as possible. Yeah. And I do think too, like, I, like, you know, the brighter you get, probably the more shadow that you cast you know or the darker that shadow yeah Yeah. so like that's also like an interesting like perspective because it is like I think that is a hard thing too when you do start to like step into the light and uh you know put yourself out there and love yourself more like that it is like a creating like a deeper darker shadow and like sometimes people don't like that too yeah that's also or opening yourself up to something else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a lot of different. Uh... Tanya's gonna write a poem about this. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, you're gonna hear it soon. She is an amazing poet. Like, uh, like it's not you. funny how great she is. And so we're gonna do like little, uh, little drops of her poems every now and then. Yes. And we hope to get other people's poems yes. and work like. So that's going to be something in the future for us. We're going to definitely include like some, maybe some storytelling stuff and some poetry. Um, yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah. But um, anyways, I digress. Yeah. I want to point out this uh, quote. I looked it up on my gram. Um, the gram. Because <laughs> uh, I've just recently taken a Dolly Parton dive. Yes. And, um, what a lovely human. <laughs> yes. I would love to do a whole episode on that. But um, something you said, Tanya, made me think of this quote from Dolly. Um, So I'm going to read it real quick. I cried not so much out of a sense of loss, but from the pain that almost always comes with change. It has a sad kind of freedom. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're saying about, you know, you changed and you got brighter, right? But it still comes at a little bit of a cost, you know, or something happens. And I think it's just beautiful to talk about, like, how, yes, change, like, there's a little pain in in saying goodbye to something, a different part of you. Yeah. Changing that part. Even if you are diminishing the shadow or you're changing in some sort of way, there's, it does give you more freedom as you've, you know, changed into something else. But there's always a little bit of, like, pain that comes with it that's true it really is i love that quote oh i love that on levels yeah Yeah. it talks it it definitely hints a lot to cocooning and changing who you are Mm -hmm. um not who you are but like i'm referencing something i feel like we've talked about cocooning before i'm not sure yeah it's a word we i made up it's just when a butterfly goes or when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon and then emerges a butterfly i just call that process of cocooning and maybe that's i mean maybe the caterpillar is the shadow self and the butterfly is the maybe maybe that's maybe that's (laughs) what it like maybe it's all just one one body like it's all one thing one thing that emerged into a different yeah that took this thing these shadows and use them to become the butterfly yeah you know and like not saying that the butterfly doesn't have any like shadow parts or whatever I guess like I guess what I take away like the most from it is just that like um 
you know, because it is kind of like a buzzword, but like, and I don't, I don't know if like everyone fully understands what they're really like saying or talking about, like, you know, because there's all, there's always like parts of ourselves that we like shove down and like don't like or things like that. And I, I think that's what everyone's referring to with the shadow self, but I think, I think like the goal is to like, is to get to a point where you're just like fully loving of all parts of yourself and embrace them as they show up and when they show up in whatever manner that they show up and, and you move through them with love like, yourself as a caterpillar. Yeah. You don't have to wait till you're a butterfly yeah. to love yourself. Yeah. You can be the caterpillar and love yourself. Yeah, And, be- and you're going to miss being a caterpillar too. Like when yeah. you become the butterfly. So I think that's what like Dolly's quote is about. It's like, yeah, try to enjoy it and love it as much as you can while you're in it. Because as much as like being the butterfly is amazing, you're still going to miss like, you know, certain, certain things about the, the thing you were before. Yeah. And there's something like, it's, it's kind of what, uh, I've alluded to a lot in my life. Like it really is about the journey and not the endpoints. Um, like, when I was learning how to swing dance, I remember going to all these, so we would have dance events, and they'd be weekend things. Basically, you just were, like, dancing from, like, ugh, like you'd do classes all day, and then you would start the dance at, like, 5 p.m., and then you wouldn't go to bed till like, 6 a.m., and then you would sleep two hours and then do it all over again. Um, and, like, it was a social dance, so you just are dancing with other people and what have you. But, like, and there's competitions, and I remember, like watching people and wanting to be at that level and I remember crying Mm. I remember sitting in hotel hallways just crying that I wasn't like just wasn't there yet yeah that I just wasn't good enough or whatever um the thing is and I just remember wanting to be that so much and then once I kind of got there I now look back like just so nostalgically happy for the moments of learning yeah, and that whole journey of just like I I had s- the best moments were those moments like not like the end point even though the end points like definitely opened up some really cool things that I couldn't have experienced without that mm-hmm. but like I just I look back on myself crying in that hallway and just like give myself a hug and I'm like it's okay and these I just kind of love how much I cared about it and I loved the passion that I had and I just I love the moments I had in class with people and like struggling on the dance floor and like worried if people would ask me to dance or if I was doing good enough like I don't know I just it all sucked in a way but it was all so meaningful at the same time yeah yeah and maybe that's like you know the light helped you to see those parts and yeah yeah made the shadow darker to see it and yeah. love it more mm-hmm. i don't know maybe we should just write a book about what your shadow <laughs> is we'll be the definitive thing on it then everyone in the wellness world will read our book and then define shadow our way maybe yeah <laughs> and maybe like maybe the light is just maybe the light is change and like maybe that's why like you know Peter Pan had such a hard time with his shadow because he didn't want to grow up and he didn't he didn't want to change and he wanted to stay where he was. You know what I mean? And he missed out on so much because he stayed there. Yeah. He missed out on a lot. Uh, Gained a lot, too. Yeah. It's hard to say. He did. He did. I mean, he did get to play for longer. He did. But also, you know, it's not the natural order of things you know? yeah true yeah that being said if they do figure out how to cure aging <laughs> i am on board <laughs> yeah i mean we can't fault peter pan <laughs> although i would like to be like maybe i would like if i c- could pick an age it would probably be like my 20s or 30s oh yeah 100 like percent. yeah i would be like, like 27 yeah i think that's a good age to stay at i don't want to be like a little kid <laughs> definitely not <laughs> that's true (laughs) but you know maybe everyone has their age they love and would want to be at. yeah that's true everyone does like that it's personal (laughs) and maybe the shadow is personal so maybe that's why it doesn't make sense because maybe it's Mm. not the same for everyone maybe it's different and maybe 
like I I make these as wishful I'm gonna say wishful assumptions yeah. because they are wishful like that everyone's kind of good and wants the best for everyone and um maybe that's not true you know because uh, there there's so many different types of people yeah and so maybe a shadow is a real like real dark piece of someone yeah like a real shadow and um and maybe you know when they talk about shadow and i'm not saying i'm like void of this i'm not like trying to put myself on a pedestal that i don't have a real shadow or something yeah because i'm definitely like trying to search to see what that may mean for me because i do think it's important for us to really try to see if there are dark parts of ourselves that we've been ignoring and yeah. that maybe we don't want to love it's so weird to me though that that could just exist and you could just not know yeah right but also i mean we talk about it all the time as really the reason why we have this podcast is because we're not always listening yeah and we're not always listening with our heart that's so true. we're trying to be like let's listen harder to ourselves and what's going on yeah and so like i mean i don't know i'll probably want to go to the dark, but i well we, yeah. we can i've already gone there in my brain yeah. uh i think about i don't know their names i don't even know the whole story but like i think there was a glee star that um, got in trouble for pedophilia mm-hmm. and um, and I don't know what magnitude and then he ended up committing suicide over it and I think about that sometimes and I'm like god it sucks because I don't think he liked this about himself like yeah. it was this darkness in him that he didn't like but it was part of him and like and I don't know much about this like i fortunately I'm not dealing with that on a personal level so I'm trying to like I'm trying to really understand where he was at maybe he didn't like this about himself but it was like a part of himself that he needed to like deny or figure out or heal from or you know deep dive into like what caused that or something and to me that's a real darkness that you might have as part of yourself yeah and something that you can't ignore and something you need to like think about and work on. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I do I do think there are like definitely obviously we live in the world, so we see that there's people dealing with like actual like extreme darkness and um yeah, and it's like a little bit terrifying <laughs> to think about, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh but yeah, it's just also too it's like the fact that like I think I think the thing that's more terrifying to me is just like that you could be a person and just like have parts of yourself that you just don't really like know or identify with that's that's the part that's like that's like unsettling a little bit you know what I mean and I don't know if that's what like everyone is talking about when they're talking about the shadow self I hear you I actually I mean I think I want to say all of us think this at one point like when you see something horrific you wonder like could I do that yeah could I be that person could I like do that it's actually one of my favorite books that I hated reading um because it was just it was difficult to read it was crime and punishment by like I don't know how to pronounce his name Dovieski or something like that mm-hmm. But um, it was originally written in Russian, I believe, and so it was translated. So it's got, like, a definitely, like, kind of dry, long vibe. Not saying that that's Russian. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) the book itself is dry. (laughs) And then it's also, um, uh, you know, um, changed into English. Oh, yeah, yeah. Translated. Translated. Thank you. (laughs) That word. Um, So it, you know, has that other thing. But the basic premise is this guy wonders if he could be a killer and he uh then uh, spoiler alert does said thing it happens at the beginning of the book so um, (laughs) i'm not like spoiling the end or anything and then so he really tries to like see if he believes if he was a killer it wouldn't bother him if he killed someone and so he wanted to know if he like people who are powerful can just murder without like consequence on their soul and so he was trying to see if he could do this and it definitely like tore him apart. And um 
So it was like, it was a really interesting like thought experiment, right? And I think all of us kind of wonder that in a, a little bit of way, like, can I, could I do these things? Could I be capable of these things? Because we all know that we're all very capable of all these things. And really, it's only a slim margin that we're not that. Yeah. Because it only took like growing up in certain circumstances or being treated a certain way or being like abused in a certain way that led a lot of people into these dark parts. So like for me, I'm just like I'm I'm only different because I had a different life situation. Maybe. I don't know. It's so it, it, it's yeah. I think it's just always scary not knowing if you're capable of that darkness, if you would do that darkness. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a whole world of of questions and yeah, it is terrifying. Yeah, I think though like I know like I've thought these things, like I've wondered this about me and fortunately like I've gotten like confirmation for myself in a lot of ways that um it's not something I'm capable of. Yeah. Um at least I don't think so. Yeah. Um like I know that in my heart, I would not be okay. Yeah. I couldn't, would not be okay doing a lot of these things. So, like, that's comforting. Yeah. But, (laughs) (laughs) for myself, but yeah, I mean, it's, you always, yeah, it's a darkness that you, you want to kind of think about and avoid. Yeah, definitely (laughs) avoid. Uh, But yeah, like, also, like, yeah, I guess it's just a spectrum. I mean, and I mean, light, light and darkness is a spectrum. Well, and it's weird too how we define it, um, because you know, let's say you know we say murder's wrong, right? And then, but if you're a soldier um, fighting, murder's okay. Yeah. Or if you're, you know, someone's attacking you and you defend yourself, like it's it's okay. Um, so it's like weird how things that are dark can sometimes be light, not, not light, but like, yeah, more okay. Yeah. Um, uh, still with consequence. Like I think about it all the time. Like if someone were attacking me, of course, I'm going to like, I'm going to fight yeah. back as hard as I can. And I ha- will have to deal like if I was to succeed in that, which I probably wouldn't. But if I were like, I'd have to deal with living with that yeah and I don't know if I could very well yep I think about (laughs) that too it's like I I don't I feel like I yeah it would be like one of those things where it's like it was like it's like either outcome (laughs) is horrible exactly it's like you don't you don't win in that situation yeah it's not a winning situation exactly it's not yeah it's weird. I don't know. There's and a maybe lot that's the point too with the shadow. Like it exists and to pretend like it doesn't exist in all kinds of capacities, whether it be like, you know, I don't want to say real darkness because that's kind of implying there's a fake darkness, but I mean yeah. like on the scale of darkness, shall I yes. say, of things like, um, you know, it's, we're, we don't want to deny that those exist and that parts of those are within us. Yeah. And so it is embracing that we're one capable. Yeah. Um, even like I'm saying like physically capable, yeah. but maybe not mentally capable. Like we could still do it and just not deal with like be yeah. able to handle it. Yeah. But yeah, that we're just capable of pain and hurting people. Which we all are. Which I've done and I, it yeah. destroys me We've all, all the time. Yeah. And I try to, like, give myself for forgiveness for not being, you know, a stronger person or more grown than, you know, or just even knowing what I was doing Yeah. when I hurt people. Agreed. Yeah. And sometimes we don't, we could be doing the best thing and hurt people, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, you don't, you don't know if you're hurting someone because sometimes people take like get hurt over things like that you can't even know about yeah that's true yeah that makes it makes sense to me now <laughs> does it yeah thank I you know. i feel like we've gone 
like circles and circles and circles yeah. and circles about this. But it makes sense to me now. It's just that yeah, there's a there is like we're all capable of of casting light and we're all capable of casting shadow, uh, shadow because you know that's what it is to be fully human and we're all we're all capable of darkness and uh we all like w- we've all hurt people, you know. Whether and we cast shadow and dark at this or light at the same time like we said too about like the trade-offs you know in economics and stuff or whatever like it's rarely without a cost to something yeah it really isn't because sometimes like you have to make a loving choice for yourself and it ends up hurting people whether you you don't want to hurt you don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt or, you know, you don't want to disrupt anyone's life, but sometimes you have to make like those kinds of hard decisions. Um, Yeah. I mean, I just too, in my own life, like on a less macro level that we've been talking about came up, like I used to, I was dating someone in Arizona for a bit and my grandparents lived there and I would, uh, whenever I would visit him, they would be like, well, uh, you know, you're here, why aren't you seeing us? And so, like, I would go out of my way to see them as well. But they were about an hour drive from where my boyfriend lived. So, like, going to see them, and I'm only seeing him for, like, two days, right? Because I'm, like, flying back home. And so, like, we drive there, you know, so round trip, it's two hours. Then if you spend just two hours, that's, like, a whole half day of just you know, basically one and a half days of being there, right? Yeah. Maybe a little bit more if I could get, like, a late flight. And they would get mad at me um, afterwards, and they'd be like, you didn't spend enough time with us. Like, it wasn't enough. And then I kind of had to make the decision. Well, I'm like, I can't see them every time, and they get mad at me no matter what I do. Even if I took time out to see them, they're still mad at me. So then I would stop telling them that I was going. And, it's like, I think they kind of knew. Yeah. Um, but it sucked. I hated that. Yeah. I hated not making, being able to make them happy. And so, like, I kind of had to make this decision where I was hurting people, but because I knew I personally couldn't handle just being attacked all the time. Yeah. I get that. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks when you have to do that. Yeah. Decisions like that are hard. And we all have to make them all the time. All the time. Yeah. Like, it's a constant battle of, like, who am I hurting if I do this thing? Or if I make this decision for myself or, you know, if I'm doing what I need. Yeah. Who might I be hurting? Even in rejection, like, if if maybe someone likes you and you just don't return the favor. Yeah. The feelings, not the favor. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But the feeling. It made like, sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> Maybe that's a phrase. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just you have to do things that hurt, that not hurt people, but but sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like our actions create shadow. Yeah, yeah. And even for ourselves. Yeah, we make decisions all the self, or all the time that hurt ourselves. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a big. Or like the Dolly Parton thing where we made that choice to change or just change is happening and it has a little shadow on it too yeah so i guess it's just knowing that knowing knowing that it exists and you know like yeah i guess loving that and forgiving like you said forgiveness and love and all the tools you know that we have to deal with those kinds of things yeah i think the thing i do that like just makes me feel better about the fact that sometimes bad things happen even when you're trying to maximize the good is like I just think of that I'm I'm always trying to be I'm not perfect I'm gonna try to be loving and do as much good as I can except that I will hurt people sometimes but um I forgive myself and I know I'm not trying to yeah and then I'm going to try not to do it again. Yeah. And you're going to learn. Yeah. You're going to learn. And I'm going to forgive myself if I make the mistake again. Yeah. Because like we talked about in another episode, I'm not sure the order these will go. <laughs> um, we have these patterns that our brain, you know, likes to keep looping through. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's sometimes hard to break those patterns, so we might fall back into them. Yeah. Which means we might end up hurting someone. Yeah. Ourself, hurting someone. Hurting ourselves, yeah. Hurting ourselves. Um, maybe not reaching a goal, maybe getting in the way of someone else reaching a goal, not on purpose, like so many different like things that could happen. And like, I think too, it's recognizing your own struggle sometimes. Like if you, if you struggle with addiction or, you know, bad habits of any sort, maybe even, you know, like suicidal or you know, eating disorders or um, like any like of those kind of shadows for yourself. Like I think it's it's giving yourself love while trying to go through those and heal in those. Yeah. Because those are long journeys to go through. And even if you feel like you got out the other side, it's really, you know, possible just to slip back in. Mm-hmm. And so I think like embracing that shadow too is part of like you know understanding this about yourself and trying to like give yourself that forgiveness and going through it because it's not an easy thing to go through yeah and you don't have to beat yourself up over it i mean yeah that's true or hide in the shadow anymore too yeah and hopefully too like I think hopefully with this, it's also recognizing not just the shadow within yourself, but the shadow in others and trying to make space for those people with those shadows. Yeah, that's a really hard one. Yeah. (laughs) It's really hard because it's like confronting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Confronting in what way? Confronting in a way where uh, I think sometimes if you like, if you make space for uh, if you make space for the shadows or whatever for other people, it's like I think sometimes people reject things in other people because they are too close to them. <laughs> it's to, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> look at my things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easier sometimes to do that. So yeah. yeah, definitely like also pay attention to where I guess. Or it's easy to judge or yell at someone for their shadow. Because one, it may be close to your shadow and you haven't dealt with it and it's basically you talking to yourself but at them. Or you've already dealt with it and so you think that they should deal with it. Or you've never had to deal with their shadow so you don't see why it's a problem for them. Um, And so like there's there's so many things. That's what I mean by like trying to make a space for someone else's shadow because um, they have a different experience than you do. Yeah. And they have different trials that you do something that may be easy for you isn't easy for them and like the best you can do is just try to like be there and support them through it you know yeah or sometimes that's not the best thing you could do I will also say that sometimes letting go is the best thing you could Mm, do yeah um, you have to know when it's hurting you yeah and not only hurting you but maybe maybe you are hurting them by yeah. Remaining in the situation as That's well. Point. Yeah. So it's, God, it's hard to know. It's so hard to know. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's extremely difficult. And yeah. it's also like, we'll have an episode eventually about this, but like, you have to also know your own boundaries yeah. and what you're capable of and what kind of space you're capable of holding for someone. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I've, yeah, this this episode is dark. Whatever. <laughs> it's so wow. How interesting the shadow episode got dark. I, <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like unsettling for me because I don't like going here. But yeah, none uh, of us do. Yeah, but I know I had a friend um, who he ended up committing suicide, and like, it was it's a struggle because. You know, maybe a lot of people felt like, you know, there's always that, like, I could have done more. I could have been for this person. What could I have done to stop this? You know, how could I have helped prevent this? Should I have just reached out to this person? Like, all these, like, things, yeah, replaying right? every moment in exactly. your mind. But I think that's why, like, knowing your boundaries is really important because then you know how how much you're giving and if you've given what you can give. Yeah versus this question of like did I give enough you know yeah. and like um 
it's really important to like everyone has different opinions about what it means to like sacrifice yourself mm-hmm. for things you know and that'll be another episode mm-hmm. but like because th- that'll just launch us here but um like it's just important I think to know where your boundaries are and helping someone and if it starts affecting you too much or to a level that you're not okay with or that you shouldn't be okay with if you really thought about it then maybe that's also a time where you know you hold the space you can yeah and forgive yourself for the space that you can't hold for someone yeah agreed yeah it's definitely hard there's a there's a dance of light and dark and how you can handle it or not handle it or when to hold on and when to let go and when to change and when to not it's <sighs> and the answers aren't always like clear evident no and so it's really it's really easy to just kind of get lost in that mm-hmm. but like just really think of your heart and where you are and make that decision and like know that no ma- no amount of hindsight can change how you felt in that moment you know yeah and that you know you only know what you know in that moment yeah, that's true. Yeah, there there was only a certain amount. There wasn't enough light to know. Yeah, the m- more you know. Yeah, and I think back to all kinds of situations where I'm like, God, I wish I was stronger so I could have been more of a light in this situation. And that's fine, but I don't beat myself up over it. I'm not gonna be mad at myself because I wasn't like a better person or stronger. You know, like. I have to accept where I was at that time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And maybe that is what loving your shadow self is. It's like, you know, maybe the shadow is everything that is behind us. And that is the part that we need to love, which is really hard because a lot of times we are having our past bringing it with us and our past is a shadow yeah and sometimes yeah and we need to love it because I know there's like things that come up all the time where you say you look back and you're like I wish this or I hope I you know and it's like you can just love it for what it was and know that you did the best that you could with where you were at at the time yeah and then move forward yeah and don't beat yourself up about it like because sometimes I don't know maybe you don't think it was the best you could have done like, there's times where I'm like, I could have been better than that, you know? Yeah. But, like, you you did it, you know? And, yeah, like, that's part of the human experience. And you have to, like, kind of accept that about yourself and and learn to just love it and move on. Yeah. Learn from it, love it, move on. You don't have to love it like what you did. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but just, like... I guess the lesson. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, like, we could be haunted by it, you know? Yeah. Like, I know a guy who said that he used to bully people when he was in high school, and he feels, like, real crap about it now. Yeah. You know? Especially, like, learning about how bad bullying is, you know, and how much it really, really hurts people. And feels like crap. Yeah. He was also, like, young and dumb. He didn't understand what he understands now. And it'd be really crappy if he just kept punishing himself for that his his entire life. Like at some point you have to move on from that. Maybe strive to like um recalibrate and do better, you know, try to, you know, fix the balance a bit. Yeah. I think I think that's exactly what it is. I do. I think, yeah, we all have those things in us and it's you know, I think it really all comes down to just like forgiveness and and learning and and changing. So like it's like it's like okay, now that you're aware of these things and you can look back and see um then change, you know? Yeah. And like it comes back to that thing like different life circumstances let people be who they were in times, you know, and you wish you would have learned the lessons earlier, you know, but you don't always. 
Yeah, I think we have like five or six different definitions of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they all work yes. in some way. This has been a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Um, and hopefully maybe we'll do an episode more on this down the road when Tony and I understand it more yeah. for ourselves. This is kind of a fun like time to not fun, but like <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes we like to just figure it out on the podcast first. Yeah. <laughs> in our own minds. We're just working stuff out here. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably several people listening like oh, this is what the shadow is. Like, <laughs> but also, guess what? Like it, there's so many different ways to interpret it and yeah. feel it and put it. Yeah. So hopefully we'll land on your definition of the shadow one day too. At some point. Yeah. No, I'm happy with this. I feel like I do understand it more uh, in a way that I didn't before. And um, hopefully it something that was said is helpful for someone out there, which I think it will be. Um, it's helpful for me. I learned a lot yeah, too. Yeah. Like I think we learned a lot and kind of like, and I know we don't like to talk about like dark things, yeah. you know, that much, but there's value in it. Um, and uh, yeah, just like if this were a book, <laughs> we wouldn't be in that section. We wouldn't be in that section. <laughs> <laughs> what section would it be in? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, because we don't go there. <laughs> But we did go there and it's good to sometimes, it's good to sometimes, you know, it's good to sometimes talk about like the dark things because I think that is the way to love it more. Yeah. Which is, I guess, the point of the buzzword and why everyone is talking about that. So it's good to not be afraid. It's good to like maybe to put yourself in the uncomfortable conversations sometimes because it does bring more light and it does help grow and it does help you understand the human experience overall and I think the more and more we can understand ourselves and each other and the entirety of the human experience then the more loving we can be and the more light we can bring agreed we can't ignore all the parts nope thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening hi hi we're back real quick <laughs> yeah we because off the podcast we talked more yes and we think it's important to say these things. Exactly. So we were we were talking about how like a lot of times like villains and stories and things like that, like everyone starts off as like a child and, you know, certain things happen in life. And we're not making excuses for like pure evil or anything like that. Or for people doing things. Or for bad. anyone doing anything bad. There's no excuses. Like it's not okay. But what we're saying is uh, what we were talking about is like maybe if... um more love and understanding and light was given faster and quicker um, that maybe like certain situations wouldn't have manifested the way that they did and got worse. Yeah. yeah. And also when it comes to yourself personally, if there's like, if there's um, things inside of you that you're constantly um, giving like negative energy and thoughts, or beating yourself up over yeah. or not, you know, angry about yourself. Yeah. About. And, and, and you're not giving yourself like love and forgiveness, then those things are going to grow. You're growing the shadow instead of smothering it. Yeah. Not smothering. Not smothering, but yeah. Loving, like loving, <laughs> loving it. Yeah. yeah. And, and forgiving and, and letting yourself heal and move away from it. Yeah. And uh, letting it like, um, like uh, come into the light or turn in or manifest into something more positive rather than negative. Yeah, so we're just talking about accepting that shadow exists in people. So that way, instead of just writing people off as villains, you know, uh, or yourself off as a villain. Yeah. It's giving that love and forgiveness. Yep. So that way it doesn't have to stay. And it doesn't have that power yeah, over you anymore. Yeah, taking the power. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.